The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Kyle Coster Show, presented by The Big Lead. Today is Memorial Day, and I wanted to say something about Memorial Day that was nuanced. That was not just the basic feel-goodery you'll see on the Today Show or Wikipedia cribbed remembrances on your local news. Memorial Day is complicated. It's not as simple as remembering those who have died in the line of duty for this country. It's about holding this country accountable to doing right by the current generation of its fighters and the fighters to come. You look back, but you use those lessons moving forward. It should come as no surprise to anybody who listens to this podcast or follows what I write online that I am not a major supporter of war, which Oddly enough, leaves me a bit of an outlier in this country. That's a discussion for another day. So as I thought about what I could do, what I could add to the conversation, my mind was drawn back when I was lucky enough to be part of a USO tour that went abroad, visiting various hot spots and not so hot spots where our troops are deployed. It was a one of a kind experience. It was challenging. It was rewarding. It changed my perception about a lot of things. It reinforced my perception about a lot of things as well. I hope that you'll listen to this. You'll try to see where I am conflicted and to Search yourself for your own conflictions to get to a point where you feel like you can best do justice by those who have fallen in duty, those who will fall in the future, and the overwhelming majority of people in our armed forces who will come home, but still need to be treated with some form of decency. So this is my piece. 
It is called Spending Christmas in Afghanistan and Iraq was a life-changing gift. There's a banner hanging in Terminal A of Ronald Reagan Washington National Airport. It says, welcome veterans and America thanks you for your service. It was there six days before Christmas and it was there two days after the holiday. The message is the same, but it feels entirely different now. That's to be expected when one sees it through new eyes, eyes that have seen firsthand even a fraction of what those words mean or should mean. That was the opportunity afforded to me as embedded media on the chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff USO Tour, a once in a lifetime trip that was as challenging as it was inspirational. 10 shows in five countries, plus an aircraft carrier, 14 flights totaling nearly 44 hours in the air, spanning over 23,000 miles a breakneck pace that was light on sleep and bursting with action. One where bleary eyes and sleepwalking bodies became the norm, but one where the spirit of the mission never dampened, running on the fuel of gratitude and appreciation of those whose sacrifices far outpaced our own. The tour aims to entertain and uplift service members stationed abroad. Actors Wilmer Valderrama and Milo Ventimiglia, three-time gold medalist Sean White, CrossFit champion Matt Frazier, comedian Jesse May Peluso, country star Kelly Pickler, and disc jockey Jay Days met for the first time at Joint Base Andrews before flying overseas. They put together a variety show on Air Force Two that would be performed over and over, from picturesque Norway to adrift on international waters to some of the more sobering outposts in Iraq and Afghanistan. We visited Scandinavia on the shortest day of the year where the sun's path was more a tiny arc than a looping parabola. We visited Bahrain, a magnificent port of wealth serving as a naval hub, and the USS John C. Stennis, a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier bustling with 5,000 people and activity. We made three stops in Afghanistan, to Bagram, Dalkey, and Kandahar, and three in Iraq, Baghdad, Taji, and Al-Assad. Those came back to back, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We closed with a visit to Poland. We flew on various cargo planes, helicopters, and traveled by bus. Every jaunt was a reminder that the sound of freedom is loud and powerful. It requires earplugs. Thousands of American soldiers, contractors, and foreign nationals piled into hangars, gazebos, and outdoor plazas to watch and appreciate a moment or two far flung from their reality. There was a routine, but it was hardly routine. Jay Days began each show with a 15-minute set, setting the mood. Those seated would begin rocking in their chairs, slowly at first, then picking up speed as the tracks continued. There were occasional sing-alongs, the intensity varying by stop. Valderrama served as the MC, welcoming the crowds and introducing each performer, interjecting wisecracks and, if the audience was good, a moment of fez. Peluso went first with a blistering set where no person or topic was off-limits. White and Frazier spoke about particularly high and low moments in their careers before fielding questions. At one point, White let it be known he cut his trademark long hair out of fear of turning into Carrot Top. Ventimiglia did a scene from a show with an audience member standing in for his wife. Pickler closed things with a four or five song set before a cast-wide rendition of White Christmas. The following words won't do the week justice. 
They won't capture the raw emotion or reflect a significant spectrum of those impacted. To do that, one needs to see things for themselves. And that, more than anything, is the point. To bridge that divide and walk, ever so briefly, in a service member's boots. Sergeant Anthony Williams of the 101st Airborne Division works on Apache helicopters at Camp Dalkey. Quote, you never really know what you're going to do until you get here, he said. We came out in June. Christmas wasn't even on my list. It was something I didn't expect to be away from home for. I've got a wife and a year and a half year old son at home. It's tough, but we're going to work through it. End quote. His words are still ringing in my ears. You never really know what you're going to get until you're here. I certainly didn't. Williams, who was speaking after an afternoon show played against the crisp backdrop of mountains and a setting sun, said he was ecstatic the tour included a stop to his location. He was one of the scorers who spoke about how welcome the visit was in terms of breaking up the monotony of the day to day. Quote, it gave us morale back after a long, long eight months of unbearable heat and constant enemy threats. So to have this time to let our guard down and enjoy ourselves is really good. End quote. This was a common refrain. The ability to relax and forget about the challenges and work for 45 minutes or an hour or to share a meal with a new face was spirit buoying. Seeing the seriousness of the situation melt into bliss was a freeing 180 degree journey. The weight of duty can be heavy and the act of unburdening cathartic. Quote, I want a picture with Jack. A gun-toting soldier in Afghanistan told his friend, I watched This Is Us and I'm not afraid to admit it. End quote. Ventimiglia, who was a late addition to the troop after hearing of Valderrama's plans at Mandy Moore's recent wedding, was making his second such trip to visit those serving on the front lines. Quote, who doesn't fill up with a good feeling when someone's smiling at you or asking for a moment to have a conversation, he said. It's great. For me, it's reinvigorating to come over here and then come back to the States and really speak loudly and proudly about the work that's being done by our military, end quote. From the pebbly monochromatic Kandahar to the tattoon-like El Saad in Iraq, the scenery changed. One thing remained constant, the overwhelming sense of mutual respect between those putting the show on and those taking it in. Quote, I didn't understand what representing the USA at the Olympics was. I didn't fully appreciate it, White told me. I didn't realize you're going for all of these people. End quote. White said he felt a deep connection when sailors told him they watched his Pyeongchang glory on base, calling it definitely one of the top experiences of his life. Quote, as soon as I was asked, I agreed and didn't really ask what was involved. And oh, my God, I'm glad I said yes, Frazier said. CrossFit, which has military roots, is wildly popular on the bases and the crowds storming him were plain evidence. Quote, it's been the experience of a lifetime, he said. I'm looking up to what they do, and they're looking at me saying, thanks for setting the table. We're kind of in awe of each other. It's just a very cool experience. I hope to get to do it again. I'm going to be bragging about this for a lifetime. The show is for those in uniform. It's also for those who are putting it on, and those covering it, and those at home who will read about it. This is a closed circuit meant to conduct energy. Quote, I always say that the overt mission is to entertain the troops during the holidays, but the covert mission is to get the entertainers to have a better understanding of the kinds of Americans who are out here defending their freedoms. USO CEO and President J.D. Crouch II explained, it helps to connect Americans back to their service members. 
Our mission statement in the USO is keeping service members connected to family, home, and country. That's a two-way street. We want to put service members in the minds of people at home during this time of year. One of the challenges we've got is the same challenge the military has, that fewer than 1% of Americans serve. The military is held in very high regard, but people don't understand what these folks live with here. End quote. The military-civilian divide is real, and perhaps an inevitable line. It is built more out of ignorance than malice. People don't know what they don't know. They can read things and they can feel them, but sorting through all that along the way, embracing the complexity is another story. Quote, this has given me perspective, said Peluso. Appreciation. The main thing is learning that my complaints are so minimal, end quote. A sharp tongue shot of live energy. She was the comedian on this tour in part because of a recent tragedy. She lost her father to Alzheimer's in late, late October. This whirlwind was heavy on emotion for all involved. It may have been even heavier on her. Quote, the main reason I'm here is because of his death, she said. Honestly, when he passed away, and even now because it's so fresh, I just didn't think twice about it. I honestly didn't. I thought, these men and women miss their families. They don't see their families for years. They don't get the opportunity that I had with my father for every Christmas in my life. It's a boot camp in traveling. She continued, it's a boot camp in comedy. It's a boot camp in emotion. It's humbling. It is the most humbling experience of my life. It's so different from doing shows back home because their energy is kinetic. It's so visceral and you can tell that they need it in an animal way. Those laughs hold the tears and blood and stress and anguish that they have experienced through their service here. I'll be the military clown whenever they need me to, end quote. No act connected with the crowd on such a deep level as Peluso. She pulled no punches in a set heavy on audience participation, both willingly and involuntary. In Poland, the biggest, strongest man in 20 miles was enlisted to serve as Patrick Swayze to Peluso's Jennifer Grey in a remake of Dirty Dancing's Pivotal Moment. Quote, good for him, one of his superior officers told me. He's one of the shyest guys we have, end quote. General Joseph Dunford's fourth annual trek came during a busy time against a backdrop of uncertainty. On the morning of departure, President Donald Trump tweeted in support of his abrupt decision to withdraw troops from Syria. Speculation that a similar decision regarding Afghanistan would be coming soon lingered. An hour before wheels up, CNN flashed a news alert that Defense Secretary James Mattis was resigning. His letter laid out strong ideological differences with the president. Unpredictability can be recognized across the political spectrum. It is fair to say that these past few years have been more unpredictable than usual for those in the military. A vast organization predicated on smooth, efficient communication appears from the outside to be prone to lapses in that department, or at least operating while receiving information from the top in a fashion differently than before. Dunford, whose four-year term is coming to a close, shared a consistent message at each spot. One focused on duty and controlling the things within one's control. In his words, their mission yesterday is the same as your mission today, and your mission today will be the same as your mission tomorrow. Quote, what I tell them is don't try to think too much about the future, he said. Just focus on the mission that you have right now. Focus on the young man and woman to your left and right and get done what needs to get done. When the time comes, our leadership will tell us what they need from us and we'll strap it on and get it done. End quote. The four-star general was the picture of calmness and leadership. At each and every destination, he met with his troops, offering a kind word, holiday greeting, or a bit of wisdom. 
Dunford celebrated both his birthday and anniversary while on tour. It looked as though he wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else. So comfortable was he with his men and women in uniform. No one gets to where they are without a certain level of magnetism. His came easy and earnest. Quote, I'm at the stage of life now where I believe my responsibility is to set the conditions for our men and women to be successful and provide them with support where I can, he said. The opportunity to get to bring them a bit of home during the holidays is incredibly rewarding to me, end quote. It's hard for anyone to be away from their loved ones for an extended period of time. It's hardest over the holidays. The goal of this mission, which has taken place over Christmas at the request of Dunford instead of early December, is to bridge the gap to bring a bit of home to Americans who can't be there. There's power and beauty in the simplicity. Having morale boosting feet on the ground on the most special of days has paid dividends. Sergeant Sharon Rao, deployed at Bagram, applied to be an officer before deploying and was encouraged by her brief FaceTime with Dunford. Quote, it makes you feel like your leadership cares about you. For me, seeing a four-star, that's a unicorn. So whenever they show up, it makes me feel like they care about us and our well-being. They have much more important things to worry about being a four star. So them taking the time out means a lot. Seeing his excitement was pretty cool because I'm just a regular schmegular sergeant. Seeing him proud that I could follow in his footsteps is pretty cool. End quote. Quote, I see him light up when he gets to spend time with the troops and soldiers and sailors and Marines, Ventimiglia said. I think those are the things that keep him going. The duty to those who serve under him. He's basically serving them. Dunford said he experienced the USO tour or USO hospitality at almost, almost every time he was deployed. He remembers one specific incident shortly after his wedding when he was injured and required surgery. Quote, I woke up on Christmas Eve in 1984 and standing around my bed was a USO tour that was in Okinawa, Japan. I think that's one reason I feel so strongly about the impact the USO has had because the memories of that, the memories of Lee Greenwood coming in 1986, the memories of being able to call home in the days before it was easy to do so at a USO center. Those are the things that are very clear to me, end quote. It's trite, but true. Holidays are about family and being with those who care about you, who will be with you through thick and thin. Family, like everything, tends to be, is complicated. It can come in many forms. One of the most pervasive ideas soldiers wanted to talk about was that they have a second family all those who wear the uniform. Quote, you're with them 24 hours a day, Lance Corporal Cameron Brink said in Norway. I live with these men. We're in tents together. We're in fighting holes together. My problems are their problems. My heartaches are their heartaches. My joy is their joy. Through it all, we share it together. Quote, you develop a bond with these people because you're all from the same town. Staff Sergeant Wayne Meyer, who was deployed in Taji, said, you know their wives, you know their kids, their families. You really look out for them while you're over here. End quote. Araceli Castillo, one of the few women at her location in Iraq, spoke about how the kindness of this surrogate group has improved her time. Quote, it's been really nice. You get to meet people from all over the world, she said. This is like a second family. We all did a secret Santa, which helps us get closer. End quote. Castillo's advice to those who don't face the challenges those serving their country abroad encounter, quote, don't take all the little things for granted, because when you're out here and have nothing, that's what you miss the most. Even just going for a drive or getting ice cream or being with your family. People tend to overlook that stuff because it's so normal. But once it gets taken from you, you really see what you're missing, 
end quote. Lieutenant Anthony DeJoy and Lindsay DeJoy brought their four kids to the show in Bahrain, which was G-rated instead of the typical PG-13. Quote, it's nice to have a piece of home every so often, Lindsay said. I think when you're away from your family, you find new family away from home. This is the hardest time of the year for us, so it's great to have the community come together and have things like this to do. Pickler, who was on her 12th trip, was, in many ways, the matriarch of this makeshift family. Perhaps no other entertainer is so passionate with their words and fulsome in their actions. She's been on trips with the USO and trips on her own, traveling to locations both more remote and perilous. This is her Christmas tradition, along with husband and lead guitarist Kyle Jacobs. This is their family, too. One can feel it as she connects with the crowd, or when Jacobs covers Lee Bryce's I Drive Your Truck, a song of sorrow with hundreds of voices providing the refrain. Their gift is highlighting the gifts of others. On stage, on the USS John C. Stennis, Pickler invited intelligence specialist Erica Smith up on stage. Smith, who has been in the Navy for over a year and at sea for two months, blew people away with her professional rendition. She told me, somewhat remarkably, that she was never in chorus or choir and that her public performance resume consists of only a few national anthems. Quote, I told my friend that we have to be right up in front so we can see everything and just in case. Smith said, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. My heart is racing and I'm still shaking. I can't wait to call my mom, end quote. In Bagram, Pickler once again came bearing presents. After PFC Joshua Richardson played guitar on stage, the band gave him a new one. Visually moved by the gift, he spoke about his own big dreams. Quote, I'm trying to make it to Nashville, Richardson said. I've been doing local competitions. I asked the tour manager if he could get the chance and found out early in the day that I'd be playing. I've been singing since I was 18 months old. My mom told me the story one time of how she used to sing, you are my sunshine to me. And one day I just woke up and said, no, mom, I'm going to sing to you. End quote. Richardson is still singing and using it to find joy on the other side of the world. He's not hiding his talents under a bushel. Quote, I really do miss my family, but I'm pushing through. Everything we've done here for this tour has been amazing. I'm so thankful for the people putting this on because I feel home right now. I'm not worried about work or anything right now. I'm here to have a good time, end quote. This is not a commercial for the military or an intentional puff piece about the people who spend their holidays abroad. This is an honest accounting of what I saw, what was plainly obvious to anyone with eyes. It was powerful stuff that took every preconception and put it in the blender. It painted with a big wiry brushes in the places where no thoughts had been painted. This trip was humbling for many reasons. One of them was that it provided countless and never ending opportunities to feel stupid. Stupid for not realizing how much of a sacrifice our troops make. Stupid for drawing sweeping conclusions and views based on such minimal information. Stupid for underestimating those who serve. Stupid for having such a warped and perverse sense of perspective. Here is the truth. A vast majority of places we visited weren't places you would want to spend Christmas or Halloween or June 12th or any day. It was hard for me to imagine spending a week there, let alone nine months or a year plus. And these were relatively safe, the four-star hotels of Iraq and Afghanistan. The civilian military divide is not a subtle wall. Someone who is unfamiliar with life on the other side and has no experience with it can feel like a stranger. But one of the most inspiring things that became crystal clear with time was that those in uniform are just wearing a uniform. 
Underneath, they are just like any other American. Every race and ideology is represented. We tend to think of the troops as this monolithic entity. In reality, they're diverse, perhaps more diverse, as any grouping stateside. They shared views from all over the spectrum, but are bound together by a common goal. So now, the elephant in the room. How does one who isn't sure our troops should be deployed to these locations support them with full hearts and full force? For those who have seen what these men and women are doing up close, like myself, it will be easy. For those not granted the opportunity, it will require some critical thinking. Quote, Bob Hope was criticized by many people in Hollywood for doing these shows, Crouch said. They weren't able to separate the war from those who were called on to fight it. And that's what I think this generation of Americans has done so well. Whatever you thought about Iraq or Afghanistan, they hold these young men and women in high regard. End quote. Another striking aspect that's impossible to ignore is how young these men and women look in uniform. And they look that way because they are, in droves, incredibly young. The facility in Norway felt like a college dorm, like a stoolie meetup would break out at any time between bottles of dip spit. On the aircraft carrier, the average age of the flight deck is 20. It's 22 for the 5,000 or so living on it at any time. Fresh-faced soldiers invariably spoke of having two or three children at home, some of them giving ages that made one question the math. But what was lacking in pure quantity was more than made up for in sobering, steady responsibility and poise. Whether well, peers in the United States sleep through morning classes or tap a gap year or any manner of real-life delaying activities, these people are out there dealing with life and death situations. They're operating equipment with million dollar price tags. They're in charge of, frankly, very important stuff. Life is not a values competition, but there's something undeniably admirable about the maturity on display. Much is asked and there's precious little time to dawdle or stagnate. White recalled a time a dozen or so years ago, he did a skateboarding exhibition with Tony Hawk in San Diego and saw this very thing, quote, it tripped me out because everyone was around my age, he said. It was incredible to see these brave peers of mine headed off to war, end quote. It was a challenging, intensely rewarding week. The acrid air of Baghdad and aggressively picturesque snow-capped mountains of Afghanistan won't be forgotten. Nor will the myriad emotions felt both internally and adjacent. Two things, beyond the obvious appreciation, will linger. First, the value of firsthand experience. One can't know what they don't try to understand. Just a glimpse behind the curtain altered my life forever in unexpected ways. One can never understand what others have been through, what shaped their worldview without asking and without being sincere in search of the answer. Finally, the interplay between the micro and macro. In this country, we tend to take supporting the troops for granted. Hell, it is drilled into us to the point of exhaustion. But when you see one man or woman wearing the uniform and appreciate their sacrifice, that support takes on a whole new meaning. It's amazing how one becomes greater than many. Conversely, we tend to think that we're all collectively lending that support. That may distract us from making the individual effort. Is that preachy? Maybe. But you might do the same if you'd had your entire worldview shaken violently and realigned to a more reasonable place. You might do the same if you had the privilege of seeing these brave people up close and personal. You definitely feel a bit better 
about this country. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.